Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. After a long off-season hiatus, we are back with another episode of the Ricky Henderson Podcast, the greatest of all podcasts, the GOAP. I'm your host, Alex Espinoza, with my co-host, Dr. Hal Gordon. Hot dog! <laughs> and we, of course, are talking about 2024 Fans Fest, and who better to have on here than Casey Pratt, a man in the middle of the action from ABC7. Casey, how are you doing? Thank you so much for making the time to... Uh, help us revive the pod yeah Yeah, a few months ago i came on this very show and i was promised it was the last time you'd ever be doing this so (laughs) i have to make sure that here we are still planning on retiring this this godforsaken show at some point Uh, well as soon as soon as they're as soon as they give us some renderings you know (laughs) some vegas renderings then we'll retire the pod we we thought they were coming yeah. It's the same thing since last time. No, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, nothing, nothing's changed in the past five months, right, guys? Like, no, no same, yeah. Uh, but yeah, just to give you guys some background, I'm actually in Mexico right now. I've been here for the past few months, but I'll be back for opening day. So it's time to start talking A's baseball. And uh, just as an observer from from afar, it, A's Fan Fest looked incredible on Saturday in Jack Lemon Square. Uh, me and how we're talking about it offline. We're thinking maybe what eight to 10,000 people were there. I don't know what the official count was, but it looked incredible. I just want to get your guys impressions of you know, that. Did it look, did, did it feel as incredible as it looked, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it did. Uh, what was interesting is like early in the day I got there, uh, obviously how was there crazy early too. And you know, the setup phase of the event and it's like, you're walking around and you're seeing all the cool stuff set up and you're like, man, I hope people come. Like, you don't know who's going to come. You don't know how many people are going to come. You just have no idea. Around 11, the gates opened. I went back inside. And then when I came back out to hit the stage to greet the people, I was like, whoa, there's so many people here. Your selfie was was, epic. Your selfie looked great, man. Your selfie looked so good. That was was like 2 o'clock probably, 2.30. But at 11, when I first went on the stage, there's already a lot of people as, as it just started. So I was blown away uh outdoors packed indoors packed vendors happy beer gone uh how <laughs> i was out there passing out cotton candy i had to keep them away from my kids because they're all sugared up uh but you know it was uh it was an epic epic day i'm so good yeah i gave away i think about 350 pieces of cotton candy so that was fun yeah my um, kids about 200 of them so <laughs> great she's still, she's still she's still hyped up dude <laughs> yeah, yeah i i just can't say enough good things about the 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 the, the two guys running the last dive bar paul and brian and like everybody on the the executive committee of of the oakland 68s man i think um my my uh <laughs> my involvement in this was pretty minimal i think like i, I think I was just like, I, I, I was at the beginning, I was just like, hey, let's just try and do something. And I got in contact with the mayor's office. I was like, where could we do something? And they were there. And then, you know, they were like, do it in Jack London. We set this thing up. And I mean, when they were first like, oh, yeah, well, we have this big thing and we'll close down a bunch of streets. I was like, 
oh that's gonna be this is gonna be a serious one and uh and then they just went they just went bananas i mean they invested so much money they invested so much time they uh, i mean the connections that they you know the connections that they 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 pulled like the last dive bar pulled through all their knowledge of of all the the card shows and all these other things to like even get and they they approached so many people to try and get them uh and and just the amount of like legwork i'm um the la the the Oakland 68s did man like just this the amount of 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 just uh um permitting was insane uh and people people put up man it was an if you build it they will come kind of thing wow it was it's another just huge statement i think do you guys feel like uh, I mean I know it feels great as a fan to see this and to see that unity, but do you guys feel like this will actually have any impact on on the stadium process? I know I was talking to Hal about that, and I, how, how do you how do you feel like do you feel like this could have any impact at all? Just showing the you know the the, the Oakland fan spirit and everything like that to the owners, or do they just at this point not care? What do you guys think? I think they notice. I think they notice it sends a very loud and clear message that investment in the A's fan base yields return. Uh, but that being said, I think that they're just going to do what they do. I'm sure if Manfred saw the thing, he'd probably have called it an average crowd or something like he did at the reverse boycott. Dude, uh, but... His backhanded comments kill me, dude. I can't. But he doesn't I... even speak well about his own sport, let alone other things. So he just is known for putting his foot in his mouth, but what we saw the out, the outpouring of love, the showing of support. I echo what Hal said. I, I was just the MC. Like all I had to do is show up and blab, which is very easy. I mean, these guys, <laughs> I was on some of the zoom calls just to talk about scheduling, like when we're going to have people on stage and what we're going to talk about. And I mean, they're showing these maps that like, like there's a dialysis center. Can't block that. Okay. Fire exits, like parking street closures, like the, the, the amount of time and effort it took just to check every box, like getting out there the day before and putting up all these like don't park here signs and just is just extensive. I don't think people really can truly understand or appreciate just how many things these guys did. And I, I can take no credit other than showing up. And I was the one that got field work in Altamont Beer Works on board. That, that was oh, my only... let's go. <laughs> yeah, that, that was great my, my secret full-time contribution. Um, I know some people at both breweries, and when Drake's dropped out, I hit them both up, and I was like, big opportunity here to save the day, and they rose to the occasion. And, and again, Drake's dropping out sucked, but it led to seven more breweries coming on, and if those seven didn't come on, they probably would have been out of beer by noon. So it all worked out. Wow. Round of applause for Casey Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of beer. I had to drink water the whole event because I was MC and I had to actually go to work right after. But uh, I was very jealous. People would come up and take selfies with me. And then I'd be like, what are you drinking? What, what beer is that? Like, I just like, I asked everybody about their drinks because I was so jealous I wasn't yeah. having any of my own. Yeah. Um, well, how I, I, when we were yeah, talking offline, so you were talking about like the 50 50 to Las Vegas, if that was real or something like, yeah, something you know, I want to, you know, uh, Casey's uh, been really generously giving us a little chunk of time. Uh, we'll maybe talk some more after he leaves about fans fest, but I want to, I want to ask a couple of questions um, just like more generally, right? Because all right, fans fest's over, you know, we're, we'll find out what the, uh, the boycott's going to be like, but 
you know, the, the big question sort of I have is in watching all of your great interviews and Brody's great interviews, it seems like whenever, you know, whenever you're talking to people in Las Vegas, they seem like, oh, 50, 50, they're going to, you know, end up in Vegas. And, you know, when you seem to, you know, when you hear people who are more baseball minded, you know, I think like, you know, like Ken Rosenthal and stuff, they're just like, this is great. I'm so proud of the A's fans, but I mean, they're definitely going to Vegas. Um, you know, and I, I'm, I'm suspicious of the 50, 50, uh, I think just seeing your reaction when you've been giving interviews, it sounds like you're a little suspicious too of 50, 50. What, what do you make, you know, do you, have you noticed the same difference is like, what, what can you make heads or tails of that? Like why, do, why are they so down on it? And why are baseball people kind of like, it's happening, it's over. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing, like, heads or tails literally is 50 50 so it's hard <laughs> but i was there and covering the super bowl obviously still ended up talking a lot about the a's thanks to the vegas mayor who uh had a big assist there but you know in talking to alan snell touring the site talking to howard studs just talking to all the journalists out there they're a lot more down on it than we are like i call it 75 percent vegas probably because you see everything in motion but that being said, you could see why they would be skeptical. And when you're in a place like Las Vegas, where they can see a scammer coming from a mile away, uh, they have to know how to do that there. Um, when you have a guy come in and say, I need the money before I show you the plans. And oh, yeah, the financing. Eh, we'll worry about that later. And Oh, renderings. Yeah, let's I'll show you those. But those are fake. Don't worry about those. We'll show you some more later. Um I think they see that and they go, this is not a serious business person. And I joked about this a while back after uh, watching Secession, but these are not serious people, the way they're handling all of this. Like, I just heard today that they had a loan and then they said, ah, we don't like that because we're too liable on some things. It's like they're already struggling to get financing. And then when a financing package is presented to them, they're like, nah. I don't know about that. It's like at some point you just got to commit to something. And you saw that all throughout the Oakland process. There was never this moment where, you know, John Fisher would just commit to something yeah. like use your own money and get it done. Like it's a much smaller scale. It's not even fair to say it, but I will say it like the ballers have gotten Raymondi park in like no time at all because they said, all right, we'll just pay for it. Like you it. can get done quickly in Oakland if you just pay for it or if you just want a ballpark but they didn't want that here and in Vegas they do want that so it's it's really weird and you know I saw something I'm going to pull it up on my phone um, Matt Ortega sent it to me mm. I had actually not seen this before but on the MLB.com athletics like Vegas ballpark page yeah. there's a post in it and they it's describe like the venue verbal and, renderings it is like <laughs> I don't know when it was posted, but it, it may have been either, only posted like, in, maybe today. Yeah. Why didn't they make a bigger deal out of this? Like they're announcing big as the design architect. They're the people that designed our terminal, but listen to how many words it takes to say the roof will not be retractable. <laughs> Five overlapping layers whose design is inspired by traditional baseball pennants open to the north to allow for natural light and expansive views of the strip, while also I sunlight and heat from the south the outfield boasts the world's largest cable net glass window facing the corner of tropicana and las vegas boulevard so 
does that mean it's not a retractable roof? Like it just opens on one side so you can see the strip? Like, I, I don't know. Casey, really Casey did you not hear world's largest <laughs> cable net glass wall or something? Come on. I know well, baseball fans. I've, I've known a lot of baseball fans. And the thing that they're always clamoring for is the world's largest cable net glass well i don't yeah. know <laughs> penance. Yeah. i heard penance like, you know, like when i went to the mg not the mgm i call it the mgm on accident like rob manford did that one time because yeah. Yeah. when you go to the tropicana and you stand and you look around every single property around that site is owned by mgm so you can see exactly why it ended up where it is because mgm has all the power they want it right there but if it's tiny, like like I thought Howard Terminal was tiny at 55 acres, this is much, much smaller. And Bally's is going to be building towers around it. So like how it's going to have a view of downtown or the strip, I don't I don't even understand. Get like, a view of Bally's. You get a nice view of Bally's. <laughs> yeah. You see the Bally's in the airport runway. That's about it. These are the same things that you know, I'm sure Casey, you heard a lot more often uh, than I did. You know, I had some sources that I'd occasionally talk to, but I'm sure you you heard it a lot more often. But when you talk to the Oakland people during and then after uh, Howard Terminal, I, I mean, they just said that these guys they weren't they were never ready. They were never ready. They were never ready to do the things that meant that they'd be ready. You know, it was. The, the public sort of facing thing was always like, well, Oakland's not ready to pay for the, the streets, but like it, no one ever felt like that they were ready to pull the trigger and, and knew what they were doing. You know, I think I, I think my pessimism still lies in the fact that this really is the end of the road for John Fisher. Like I don't see any sort of other option for him. You know, there's no, no other place he can go. And, uh, and yeah, he's he's struggling to get the prices that he wanted. He's struggling to get the the loan terms that he wanted. He's struggling to be able to sell the equity at the level that he wanted. You know, I mean, the 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 Forbes uh, estimate of the of the A's value is the same as the amount of money he needs to pay. You know, for for the stadium. You know, and I'm sure that's killing him. You know, he thought, oh, I'll just be able to sell twenty or thirty percent of the team and then use that to build the thing. And but but at the end of the day, you know, he he and his family still, you know, have billions of dollars of other things. And I just can't imagine the the this should be the 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 biggest embarrassment, the embarrassment of his life, you know, to not get this done. So I, I think I'm still pessimistic that I'm I'm happy to know that he's gonna have to pay a lot more than he wanted to. And you know, he's very sad about that. But I think I'm still pessimistic, just thinking like he'll He's, 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 otherwise he's pretty much got to sell. And uh, I don't think he wants to do that, but we'll, I think we'll we're see. Close to that point. I do. I really do think we're close to that point. It's, it's, it's now or never for him. I mean, if, if they demo the trop and the A's don't have serious plans, <laughs> and the trop is already demoed. Like it's now yeah. or never, man. MGM's yeah. waiting on them. Bally's is going to be waiting on them. It's now or never. And the one thing that could bail him out is selling his half of the Coliseum property to AASEG. And that is the one thing that I fear the city will see as a reasonable concession that, okay, you know, this all sucks, but at least we get the Coliseum land back. I can tell you the mayor's office doesn't see it that way at all, but I feel like some other Oakland politicians might. 
That yeah. is me because then that will give him the influx of cash he needs possibly to finally get this thing over the finish line. Uh, it will give the city the opportunity to get that land back, but it's not a win-win. It means pro sports are dead in Oakland. And so I think that you have to keep that in mind the whole time you look at this. And, and that's the biggest concern for me is, is what, if anything, the concessions are for allowing them to play 25 through 28 at the Coliseum. Because if you don't let them play there, they lose their TV deal. They lose that hundred plus million dollars they could get off their half of the land. And I think at that point, he absolutely will have to sell. So it, it's, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge amount of money. So it's, it's both, I mean, eventually he'll sell that land. I mean, somebody will eventually buy it from him. You know, I, we can't just steal the land back from him. Thank you, Nate Miley. But like, um, yeah. uh, you know, the county, if you're an Alameda, I'll just say this, if you're an Alameda County voter, just just take a look at, you know, there's an election coming up. Take a look at whatever statements have been made from your supervisor about this. Some of them, <clears throat> Nate Miley, uh, have really not been helpful. But um, uh, th that's that huge amount of money. But then, of course, if they stay in, in the Coliseum for tw 2025 to 2027, they're looking at like 70 million dollars a year or something so like almost 200 million dollars in basically free money that uh thanks to the largesse of the nbc uh sports comcast uh, corporation not a corporation known for their largesse by the way so this is yeah for them. it's a very bad deal for them and they it's a terrible deal for them i think i did some math on twitter and it looked like i think last year i think that per per household per game uh, uh, NBC Sports was paying something like forty dollars per household per game, to, to uh, which is uh, not a winning formula for cable television. Well, I mean, um, people may or may not remember this, but I was one of five producers that launched that network. Okay, and yeah, I built all of the current A's pre and post game infrastructure from the ground up, and yeah. I did a million shows with Brody Brazil, and um, we we had some great years there. But you know that that team, even at its best, the ratings paled in comparison to all the other teams, the except for the Sharks, and so um, or Brody, best, they're not running <laughs> numbers so yes. at their worst right now. Their numbers are abysmal. So $70 million a year for those ratings is a big time loss. Yeah. I, I so, want um, to ask one thing about Shang Tao. So you guys were both talking with Shang Tao uh, at the Ace Fan Fest this weekend. And um, I know there's this idea that it's like some hopium that even if the A's leave, they could get an expansion team. Is, is that real or is that, or is that just a... Uh, kind of a pipe dream because I, I personally feel like once they leave Oakland, I can't see them returning to the market, but I just want to gauge your guys' feelings on that and if that's a real possibility. And just her, I know she's keeping this optimism, but is it real? Or, I mean, obviously she has no other position to take, but like, you know, just like the, the city of Oakland and her, her thoughts and expansion and everything, yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's no chance for expansion unless the A's leave and like Joe Lacob puts this like superstar power group together for expansion. I just don't see it happening. I think you ask for it, though. Right. You ask for expansion. You ask for the name and colors because, you know, while John Fisher never really seemed to want to get to yes in Oakland after the pandemic 
And after interest rates went up, it almost seemed like they were clearing these hurdles despite themselves. Like they were waiting for that one thing to just shut it down so they could move on and they just kept getting past them. Uh, <laughs> so I think that you ask for the impossible because you don't want to get to yes on extending that lease because if you extend yeah. it, everything's done. It's, it's over yeah. for everybody out here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. And I, I, you know, I don't exactly know the, like the sort of the internal politics of like, I was also not really clear why Alameda didn't, isn't Alameda sold their interest? Like, why are they still part of the negotiations too? Um, yeah, I just don't understand it, but like. The county has ruined all of this. Like, let me just say, I, I, the city gets a bad rap as a whole, but the county is why everybody's in this precarious position, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah. So the, the county is really whatever. I guess they're still at the table. So I, I only have friends at the mayor's office. So, so I, I think, and they, I think they've made their, their, their case clear and, you know, in talking to them, uh, when I was, uh, when I was standing up there talking to, uh, the mayor wearing a, an opossum costume, <laughs> uh, she, you know, she more clear to me saying, you know, yeah, we're, that it's it's expansion or bust so like you know i don't know if the other people if the if the city council you know like rebecca kaplan and and the the county can outvote them or whatever but to me it sounds like they are this the mayor's office is like give us expansion or not one thing i mentioned to them was you know in just like reading wikipedia about old move you know teams that moved uh, you know, one of the deals that Seattle had with the Supersonics when they met uh, left was they said, OK, well, if we don't have a new NBA team by X year, you owe us, I think it was 30 million dollars if we don't have an expansion team in five years. So the A's can say, well, we can't promise you that. That's ridiculous. But, you know, you if you want to kill the thing with this or, you know, have that dream, you just say, oh, it's fine. The Oakland A's will just owe the city of Oakland $500 million uh, in six years if we don't have an expansion team, you know? I mean, there's a lot of different ways to kill it, but I think it's a really good point that you've made, Casey, which is basically like this this money would almost be their their uh, the way of, of uh, their get-out-of-jail-free card. So don't, don't give them that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, this it, also it, really affects the roots in Seoul too, and has affected it, them materially in the last uh, couple of weeks in very frustrating ways. I don't know if um, I think kind of you've you've caught people up on that, but I I don't know where the roots in Seoul are right now. I mean, I think that they're just they're just like you know angels just being there, like we won't say anything, but please just stop screwing us. <laughs> like please, they're trying their anything. best to get something done, and the county has dragged their feet at every turn. And as a result, they don't know where they're going to play in 2025. I mean, that's to yeah. put it simply. So the county, once again, rearing its ugly head and hopefully they come to their senses because the Roots and Soul are a great community run organization that just wants to do good. It's all they want to do is good, but they're stuck in the mud right now. So if the Roots and Soul were asking the county to give them, you know, big tax breaks and stuff, then I'd understand. But they're not. They're just saying, let us play in the Coliseum. Yeah, that's basically it. The problem is if the A's come back, there's conversion costs. And it's pretty easy to say, hey, uh, A's, you guys really need us more than we need you. So you pay the conversion costs and done. Everyone plays here. Everyone wins. 
And I think that's the deal that they will inevitably come to if they come to their senses. But until then, the county is going to keep dragging their feet. Uh, they have to vote on the sale of the Raiders training facility soon. The city council has passed that. They're waiting on the county. Um, there's just been a, it's just been a mess. Like the roots are doing everything they can and, and things are just moving very slowly. Well, Casey, I want to let you get out of here. I know you you stay late after work. So thank you so much, man. But also, I want to give you an opportunity. If there's anything you want to tell the fans, um, you know, just after the weekend that you guys had, if there's any, just give you a platform to, to tell them anything and just how you felt and all the internet. Because I'm sure you've probably met hundreds of people and hundreds of selfies and everything, you know? Thousands, Alex. Thousands, man. <laughs> Crazy. No, my, my only thing that I was telling the fans is – they kept coming up to me and being like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like me, like, thank you. Like you're here. Like if you didn't come here, we can't do this. If you don't come here, it doesn't look good. If you don't come and show up, then all of this for, is for nothing basically. So, you know, I was just thanking them for just being there. So yes, thank you. I love you. That is my only message to the fans. Pay attention. That's my other message. Uh, just follow this stuff. I know it gets old. There's a lot of minutia, but the more engaged you are in this process, the more power you have as a whole. And I think maybe it was Hal that's mentioned this in the past. I think that um, uh, Steve Tavares, uh, East Bay Insiders mentioned this, like they have this like built in A's army that they could have just used to their advantage anytime they wanted and they just failed to do so so like yeah. we have to be our own a's army so to speak so if you're a fan pay close attention stay engaged don't give up hope and don't go inside the coliseum on opening night thanks so much casey casey thank you so much enjoy the night with your family and uh thanks for all the work over the years man i think uh it's really great to see that you're getting appreciated for all the hard work you do man so uh, well, thank you guys and right, uh, yeah. I'm not going home. I'm actually just right in between shows. So no. uh, I'll wow. be stuck here all Get night. Get back on TV. Uh, all right. Get back on TV. I'm at work right now. So I got <laughs> yeah. to do That's why we got Suit Casey. We got Suit Casey. Yeah, I, I actually so, just got off the air and then I got to go back out of the air. So oh, sure. I'm not oh, dressed. Dude, up. you're the best, man. I can't believe you actually snuck yeah. that in for us, man. You're the best, man. Thank you so nah, much, dude. It's all good. Yeah. I love you guys. Yeah. All right. Thank All you right. so much, cool, Casey. Cool, cool. See you All soon, right. man. I'll be back yeah. soon. All right. Thanks again to Casey Pratt for that great chat about A's Fan Fest this past weekend. And um, me and Hal are back to just kind of wrap things up. And first thing I got to ask you, Hal, where did you buy that possum suit? <laughs> that was the last I bar guys. I think they got that on Amazon. We we, we were looking we were looking for uh, like a uh, an opossum mascot outfit uh, for a while, and I think that was the that was sort of the one that they. They they uh they landed on my favorite part about that was that there were little shoe covers so whenever I looked down it looked like I had claws but little, <laughs> little little paws little claw paws well I mean it looked it, great. I mean, it looked hilarious man and I loved your you had some tweet it was like oh whenever I talk to the bear I wear a costume and bring a light snack it was like you're dressed in a full possum you got the red and white thing and then you're holding like fifteen cotton candies I was like. There's there's my boy Hal. <laughs> well, yeah. So I, you know, I uh, I um, selfishly wanted to go up to the to the top and just say hi to the players uh, who were you know chilling out up there. Uh, but I, you know, but I realized, you know, well, you know, I got I got a bunch of cotton. You know, I I'm wearing a goofy outfit. And I have a shit ton of cotton candy. So, you know, like the security guard is going to be like, oh, yeah, he's coming up here to give cotton candy. And that's what I did, right? Like I gave uh, 
I think I gave a bunch of cotton candy to um oh, so that's like your your Coco, credential is Coco Crisp's uh, girlfriends the, the kids or something. Yeah, they're yeah. running. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like I they gave me a credential at the beginning of the thing. I was like, I don't need this. Yeah, yeah. I don't need yeah, I don't need yeah, no yeah. stinking badges. Badges. I don't need you know no stinking badges. <laughs> He's just got this face and I'm in a possum costume and you know, and Nobody's, I have yeah, you know yeah. 50 cotton candy, you know, 50 <laughs> things of cotton candy. No one's gonna question me. So you know, I went up there and and I think what was happening was that they were ready. The Scott Braun and the um, and the, the Foul Territory podcast yeah. were waiting to interview the mayor, but she was running a little bit behind. So uh, when I walked up there, they had the fake Dave Cavill. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who, saw, oh my I, god, what's his name? He did it such a good job. He did. He did such a great job. So that that fake Dave Cavill. Honestly, you know up, what's funny about that? The first time I saw that photo, I thought that was Alexander Marks. I was like, "What the hell?" I thought that was the dude from Schools <laughs> from, Over Stadiums. From yeah. Schools Over I thought, Stadiums. I yeah, that was him. No, no. Stephen Babb. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, give him a follow on Twitter. Classic uh, A's Stephen Babb. Classic A's fan on Twitter. Yeah, so he's tweeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is. He's yeah. uh, you know, he's an actor, uh, and so you know, he he was doing a lot of um, he was doing some really good work and uh and so after they were done with him they still were they still were waiting and so uh so brian from last dive bar grabs me and goes oh you're on you're on with uh with the podcast so i sat down and i like uh you know i definitely was not as entertaining but i uh you know i talked to them about the reasons why there just wasn't anybody in the stadium and you know the sad state of the state stadium yeah, yeah. and um yeah. you know and and like and just like if there's fifteen thousand people at the coliseum it takes three innings to get you know to get a beer you know because yeah. the thing is built for <laughs> the 1970s but um but so i stood up after that part of the interview was over i stood up uh and i grabbed my cotton candy and i walked right by the mayor <laughs> just like not you're even right. realizing she goes she goes hell you're not gonna stop and <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, of course. But then, yeah, somebody on Instagram got that picture of me yeah, standing yeah, next to the bear. Yeah, dude, that was a gr- holding, dude, that was a great. Yeah, holding man. holding fifty cotton candies above my head and just chatting with her. And that, yeah, that's when. And we were talking about this with with Casey. That's when I, you know, told her stay firm. And you know, she, I think, I think that her office is going to stay 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 firm. Um, we, you know, we. We said this with Casey that the the Alameda County has been the ones that have really been just screwing around. I think um, with this. Back I mean, to they, the Raiders they built... in the nineties, man. <laughs> that's yeah, where they this just all built... this shit started for me. I don't yeah, know. yeah. It's yeah. just been they've just bungled it, bungled it. You know, every single way they could have. Um, but the mayor's office, I think, is going to really stand firm and and not tell not let the A's back into the Coliseum unless they promise things that the A's probably will never be able to promise. So, um, you know, for me that, um, you gotta, you gotta respect the mayor's office there. You know, I know we were talking about this a little bit offline too. You know, I, I think that the mayor's office is under a lot of pressure right now. There's a recall, um, attempt, uh, for her, there's a recall attempt that's I think is farther along for uh, Pamela Price, the DA of Alameda. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, you know, and so I don't. They're feeling like everybody's I, feeling the heat, you know, like everybody. Everyone's the feeling heat. the heat, but but from what I understand and from what I've been able to observe, I think that 
the mayor's office has done a lot of things right and is 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 really standing firm on what uh, what Oakland is owed, right? Which they're owed, they're owed a, a replacement team. And really what they're owed is John Fisher just, you know, just letting someone else buy the fucking team who can do it. You know, there's there's a guy out there. We all know who it is. We, you know, we all know he, he, we all know he has the ability to buy the team. We all know that he has the want to buy the team. We all know that he has the ability to build a stadium. Uh, and you know, just just let him just let him fucking do it, dude. Um, dude, like if so- Joe Lacob and Steph Curry, like if Steph somehow owned a share, or like you know, if you get oh Steph yeah, I'm in, sure he'd be. If in. you get like Steph and Clay involved or something, dude, like that franchise is already a money maker just because they're associated with the Warriors. I mean, if you're listening, to Joe Lacob, that's my suggestion. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know, I know, he sticks, he sticks, he listens to the spot and he sticks to the end. So I know, yeah. I think that's yeah, really absolutely. helpful. Uh, um, but. but- I was gonna ask yeah, you, think, so do you, do you think the key is like 2025, 2027? Is that like where all this falls and everything, like where the A's play? Yeah, I mean it sounds then, and if they get money, if they pay, you know, you know, work out. It sounds like it would help, plans. you know, it would help a lot, right? I think there's two there's two sort of sources of money out there that uh that politicians and, and the people can sort of go after. One of those buckets of money, you know, is tying up tying up this gift that Alameda gave uh John Fisher in the the half of the land at the Coliseum but but it's that it's that uh it's that 100 the 210 million dollars or whatever the NBC um uh you know sports Comcast is is would be due to pay the A's if they stayed I I was so confused there was um that story last week after the A's met and after the mayor's office was like, we met, we told him we want an expansion. There we go. And then I guess somebody <laughs> in the A's was like, we got to make him nervous or something. Like as if, you know, as if this was going to be a big deal and said, oh, Sacramento is the, that's where we're going to go, Sacramento. And we can definitely get most of the money in Sacramento. Like, I, I don't, I don't know yeah. what the, I mean, they know what the contract is. I don't know what the contract is, but I mean, from all the reporting, it sounds like. Well, I, I, they, I just for me, it sounds like of, they're yeah. gone. Yeah. If I'm NBC Sports California, or I'm going to tell them, or Bay Area or whatever, I'm going to say, yeah, sure, we'll keep putting you on TV if you're in Sacramento. We'd love to offer you four and a half million dollars a year or whatever. You know, like whatever it's worth. You know, not seventy. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know, man. I I, I also I think, think that's like, the big thing. Yeah, like no matter what, yeah, I think they have they need to stay in Oakland. They need to have a seating capacity of thirty plus thousand. Like, there's no way in hell like they go to Sacramento or Utah, one of these AAA parks, and you know get what ten k a night, like max. You know, oh, like you, you, know, know, you know, I actually, and, and, and I then, actually disagree. And, and and then you think that they so so you think like for those three or four years that they're. Their 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 max is capped at twelve thousand or whatever attendance is or fifteen. Like they're gonna yeah, have no I, I money by the time think, they get to Vegas, right? They're gonna have no money I by think, the time they get to Vegas, right? Well, I mean, I don't know. But they don't yeah, have I any have money no anyways. They don't. They don't, they don't have any good options. I I kind of disagree. I think that I, I'm not sure, but I think that if they that if they're in Sacramento, well, so if they're in Salt Lake. That is a that's a market where people who live in Salt Lake have never been able to see Major League Baseball before, 
and it's going to be a brand new stadium. So even if it's small, I think that they'll be able to sell a lot of tickets there. The problem is, is they won't get a big, good TV contract because there's not that many TVs in Utah and, and you're signing a new contract anywhere with any of these RSNs. It's going to be a small fraction of what they used to do, right? So they're just and they're they going to look have, at like the A's numbers with the ratings that they've been putting yeah, it's up. Yeah, like, it's like they're somebody, going to be like, dude, it's, the market value for this product is not as high as sixty. Yeah, it's like somebody who whatever, wants yeah. to, you know, it's like they they've locked in these this great TV contract. They're not going to get that anywhere. Maybe maybe if the Mets and Yankees, <laughs> you know, move to uh, Maine uh uh next year and the A's were able to be the only team in New York they hey, might get to Rob Manfred the New York doesn't right. need the Mets so I guess right. uh, whatever know. right so yeah yeah so I think that they'll be able to sell tickets I don't know Sacramento will be a little bit tougher just because that stadium's so old but you know people in Sacramento will be excited at least for a year that there's you know oh that Aaron Judge is in their neighborhood um so you know these new places will <laughs> they'll be so excited funny. I a can't little imagine bit, but I've been to those little clubhouses, dude. I can't. Um, I cannot imagine the New Yorker Yankees. I mean, that was like twelve years ago, right. but I, I cannot imagine them going there at all, dude. Holy, I didn't right. think about that. And, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and that's a, that's the thing, right? Like, is is these like is these players like the players' union might tell them to go no, f not. themselves, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's just so much more easy. But um, yeah, I think I think the the mayor's office is going to hold strong. I really hope for, hope that's the case. Um, it sounds like uh the you know alameda county again is kind of i don't even know why they still get a say but they do and they seem to be the ones who are the friends of john fisher so you know jorge leon uh the uh the president of the 68s he he went out and um nate miley is the is the the guy in the alameda council he's a i believe the president of the council and he's been the one who um has been kind of screwing Oakland sports fans a lot, uh, but he is actually up for re-election right now. So he's got he's a. He's so old too, right? He's he's super know. old. He's like a super old guy who's just been there forever. He's like a a machine guy. People and are so, stuck in the eighties um, and the nineties, like they don't. They are, yeah. Them, Jennifer, what's going on? Yeah, Jennifer Esteen. She's a she's a registered nurse. She's running against Nate Miley. Jorge went out and endorsed endorsed Jennifer. I think you know. I think Ace fans. You know, it could be, you know, I don't, I don't know if people have enough energy for this, but like, you know, I think in a, in an interesting, interesting world, I think these fans could, you know, do, do more organizing around, around just getting out a politician that doesn't seem to be for A's fans. But so if you're in district four, that's like Pleasanton and East Oakland, um, which I know are not right next to each other, but that's the district. Uh, I think I put up that district map. Pleasanton a little bit of north hayward so the the it's east or so not east west oakland my fault uh, west oakland the oakland hills then it kind of goes down to castro valley uh-huh. it has a little bit of fairview uh-huh. you know ashland cherryland it has like this little little teeny bit of hayward that's like out in the hills but then it's mostly pleasanton okay. so um you it's know like if you live in west oakland like or pleasanton or castro valley yeah 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 i would uh recommend voting for Nate Miley again but you know uh but um it sounds like pressure should be applied there um the other way that John Fisher can lose money 
you know, and I, you know, this, this has been something that I, I've been pushing for a long, long time. And I know a lot of A's fans have donated is schools over stadiums. So, you know, they're working to try and mess with the money in Las Vegas. They, uh, they filed a lawsuit um, uh, trying to say, Hey, this, the actually against the state of Nevada saying that this, this law is like unconstitutional with the state. It needed like two thirds majority instead of half majority or something, something like something like right? that. Yeah. yeah. It's unclear to me if that's what's going on there. Um, but um, they filed that lawsuit. And then they also today announced that if, if John Fisher announces funding, right? So if John Fisher tomorrow uh, stands up in front of microphones and say, Hey, I found my funding. I found my loans. I'm ready to go. We're oh. going to, we're going to put our, we're going to put our shovel in the ground you know, and I have enough money to spend so that it would trigger the state funds, then schools over stadiums uh, would file an injunction uh, with a, with the court saying, ah, you don't get your money until our lawsuit is done. Um, I know that schools over stadiums has raised a ton of money, like six figures amount of money from A's fans. Uh, I know that they could use uh, any, any little bit more would help. They were at um, they were at the 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 uh, fans fest. I know that they raised a bunch of money from just people, just chatting with people. Um, I hope, I hope during the boycott that uh, you know they'll come back for the boycott, and I hope that they'll be able to ask for more money. Then, um, you know, I think I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of sort of. Uh, I think I'm much more bullish on them than some of the other, uh, you know, some of the fan leaders. Um, and so, it, you know, it makes it a little bit more complicated. I think there's some people who think, well, you know, we should be, shouldn't be, you know, we should be donating money to Oakland causes and stuff. My, my feeling is, is like, this is an Oakland cause, right? Like messing up John Fisher, like f finding ways for, you know, for John Fisher to not have enough money to build in las vegas and being forced to sell joe lacob is an oakland cause um but yeah i think if you're listening to this um I, you know we there might be some news you know from them I hopefully state schools over stadiums will announce more sort of ways to get involved uh, i want them i want them to try and sort of offer more ways to get involved that's not just donating money so we'll, we'll see um so what's but the plan for opening the two day? Ways. So because I, I mean um i, I yeah obviously, obviously last year's reverse boycott was a huge success or at least it made the immediate impact that we wanted. Yeah. But now they're going, um, now the fans are going classic boycott as opposed to, they're doing a reverse, reverse boycott. So the double you... reverse, baby. <laughs> so uh, what's the plan? Uh, what's the, you got boots on the ground. What are you hearing? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard, um, I think that, that um, the, the, the mad scientists it back in uh, in last dive bar have been coming up with some dude, amazing uh, branding. Dude, those guys are dude. They're it's, so it's, fucking it's funny, dude. How good they are. In, just the incredible creativity that those yeah. guys have. Dude, those gentlemen dude, have. I man. love seeing. I gotta say, I love seeing 68 and last dive bar collaborate, and then you see the power that they have together. It's freaking incredible. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. awesome. And you know, and I've been saying that for a long time. I think. I think if I could go back and find some some tweets, some receipts for like years back, just yeah. saying like these two groups are incredible um, and they're they're both groups. I've never seen not just both, but either of them 
it, mm-hmm. at a, in a, a as uh, in any other fan group or, or or team that I've ever vended for or 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 been around. So I mean, they're both incredible. But the like I was going to say, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna re- let I'll let them reveal. What we we got to try with. to get them on. We try. I, yeah, they're they're pretty exhausted. They're so busy. But maybe so maybe busy. next week or something like that we can get yeah, them yeah. on here. But they're they're coming up with some incredible branding uh for the boycott. So, um yeah. I think you know, I think it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a little bit um, you know, there might be some parts that aren't reveal, you know, aren't sort of revealed until the day of because I think I think we're gonna be tr- sort of dealing with you know, everything on social media is even <laughs> Even though Dave Cavill has now blocked, uh, you know, half of A's fandom. Yeah, he went on a block. He went on a block fest. He's out there Dikemba Dikemba (laughs) Matumboing. You been blocked yet? No, but I also haven't tweeted since November. You haven't tweeted yet, so uh, hey, man, I bet I bet when you release this podcast and tweet about it, like I forgot about this guy. Boop. (laughs) If you tag, if you if you tag Dave Cavill. Maybe not, but like if you if you if you tag him, he'll definitely block you. But I'll um, do, I'll just do test and add Dave Cavill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, is this thing off? <laughs> yeah, you know what? You should tweet like I think Dave Cavill's a great guy, and just like yeah, just, just purely positive, it. just purely like like oh man, I love Dave. Did you know that Dave Cavill's an excellent marathon participant? You no, know, Dave has never said a lie in his life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave Cavill is a graduate of uh, Stanford Business School, one of the top three business <laughs> schools in America. You know, just do something like that. Just do like, uh, yeah, but, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I bet he'll block you. But yeah. uh, <laughs> actually, that would be so funny. Actually, I kind of want to. I kind of want to do that. I think I have like I might have. I'll, I don't I'll know. Give I might the have password to the to the tweet. I might and Twitter, have, and then you just fire. Or you just go. You just go nuts. And uh, are you not you you? you, you uh, I'll just uh, you you got a sense of humor. I don't have a sense of humor. You you uh you, you, I, I kind of want to just create I kind of want to create like a fake A's fan account, but then just start Dude, tweeting you'll get positive blo- things you'll get and see you'll how get long it takes to block me. You'll, you'll get anyway, <laughs> what I was gonna say is that um you know uh we know we know like that that you know that they read social media all the time. So I think I think it may it might be depending on what happens. You know we might. We might not necessarily put everything on social media, um, but you know, yeah. it might. We might. We might actually have to do some in-person meetings. <laughs> but um, uh, so yeah, is it be I don't the know. Parking lot. So is a plan to buy tickets yeah, for the, parking, the, but don't buy it for the ticket to the game. Yeah, I think that's stuff that we'll definitely bar, share. Which ideally, is right. Yeah. Which is like, yeah. I mean, I think that I think a lot of people. We encourage a lot of people to take part. I think if you do decide to drive. We definitely need some people to drive because, uh, you know, I think I think a lot of people, you know, especially if you like tailgating, you know, come drive and tailgate and like, you know, invite, you know, L- invite to Ken Korak. Oh, that's so yeah, cool. Put, put it on the radio, you know, put yeah. your radio volume up, yeah. um, put your radio volume up and make some food and invite some fellow A's fans to come listen with you. We're going to have, um, you know, I, this is a long time ago now, I think people might forget, but we raised a bunch of money uh, back in December to order uh, some big flags, some big cell flags from Ch- from China. And so I think we have like, I think we have a, 
5,000, 6,000 sell flags or something. So inst- we won't have shirts. We'll have the flags. So, you know, that'll be cool because like, I think, you know, uh, oh, you know bring your own flag I can just imagine a drone shot. That'd be so cool. Yeah. That'd right. Be- yeah. It'll be cool. Like, you know, we'll have like a bunch of, we'll, we'll have like, you know, so everybody, everyone will have sell flags. Um, you know, I'm imagining fifth inning, you know, we can't have the big moment of silence, but maybe fifth inning, everyone goes back to their cars and just lays into their horn, right? Oh. What if everyone just does their horn in the fifth inning? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then the, 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 TV, the TV broadcast, or, oh, TV broadcast so. you'll be able to hear in the background, you know, it sounds like everyone's car alarm oh, my going off. Yeah. See, this is you why know, I, I knew, I knew, I knew I had to come back, uh, uh, for this season, I can't miss. Yeah, it. it'll be fun. This season's um, gonna be fun. Dude. There's a lot more being planned. Um, yeah. I, you know, I think my opinion is, uh, you know, my opinion is is like we need to like somehow find a political lever to pull. Um, but but you know, uh, even if we don't, you know, even if this is this is what ends up happening, I mean, it is it is impossible for MLB to ignore this. Um, you know, they will, but like, but you like, know, you, you know, know they, Rob nobody, you know, this digs under Rob Manfred's skin and that's why he gives these shitty answers because it actually, I think it actually does bug him. It makes, it makes their sport look bad, man. Like the fans, it definitely are, makes them look bad. Yeah. The, fan, it makes the them fans look bad. are better at getting people together than the actual team like it's pathetic they look so it bad. makes them look I, bad. I had people texting me like in mexico like dude like the ace look ter- like like I, I don't know people i hadn't talked to because i've been out for five months and people just hit me up like dude that was amazing the a's looked like shit like people like i don't know that's the sentiment that i got you know yeah i mean they're definitely they definitely look like shit um what's good about it is you know is if this if this gets screwed up Joe, Le- you know, someone like Joe Lacob, this gives him the the sort of the, the the confidence to buy them and build in Oakland. I think that's that's important. You know, in if if it hadn't been for this movement, I don't think we'd have the ballers. Right, the ballers are out there trying to create a minor league team uh, in the sort of I think very likely scenario that uh, we don't end up getting an expansion team or or whatever or, or saving the A's. Um, and, you know, the reason why they've had the confidence to invest this money and time is hearing all about, uh, you know, seeing all this, um, this love of Oakland. So, um, you know, that's going to be, you know, they have a huge uphill battle, but I, you know, I think that they'll definitely be successful. Um, and I know the 68s are like ride or die for them right now. So that's really good. That's really good for them. I think that's really positive for them. Um I, I also and know then, one more thing about opening day is like parking, like the A's get a cut of the parking, right? I'm assuming like they get half and the parking company gets half or something like that. I think like, that the A's get all the parking, but like, but here's the deal, right? Like, um, I think that the way to do it is we, I, we talked about this a lot, I think months ago saying like, well, should we go somewhere else? And you know, there's nowhere really else to go <laughs> if they <laughs> have twenty thousand people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, mean, you know, like, I mean, the amount of the amount of work that it took to do fans fest, yeah. and that was uh, if twenty. I I think that I don't think twenty thousand people came to fans fest. If, if twenty thousand people came to fans fest, that I think that there wouldn't have been. I think that it, it would have been, been like a crisis. It would have like been. A, 
It would have been like Firefest, dude. It would have been a yeah, Firefest yeah, yeah, yeah. documentary. Been, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It would have been like a, um, a, uh, yeah, a dangerous situation. But you know, if if you know, so there's just like nowhere else to do it. But but also, you know, we want to intercept people. You know, we don't want to intercept people who want to go in. You know, like if you want to go in, go in. But like I think you know, if people are not, not sure, you know, they're like, well, I have tickets. You know, I think we want to make a big you know, a big show that like, Hey, we're doing this, stay out here with us, stay out here with us. And so by being in the parking lot, you can say, Hey, stay out here with us, you know, be with us, not with them. And so, um, you know, I think that that's why it makes sense. So, you know, I'm a big, if you follow me on Twitter, you know, that I'm a big proponent of public transportation anyway, uh, and biking and stuff. So, you know, take public transportation, take a bike, but also, you know, if you're that kind of guy who loves tailgating and you want to, you know, make a bunch of chicken wings and to a bunch of, you know, some of your fellow A's fans who took part, uh, I think that would be great too. You know, it's, it's 30 bucks parking is fine. Uh, but they're going to lose so much more money from the fact that people are not buying tickets and that people, you know, and I think a lot of people will end up buying tickets sort of not knowing that it's a, that it's a boycott and that's okay. But you know, if they don't go in, they don't get the concessions. They don't get the, I think you can also, if you don't use a ticket, you can trade it in for another day or something like, I think there's there, at least there used to be something like that. I don't know if they fucked around, but. I'm sure I'm sure that they will not allow you to do that out of spite, right? But like yeah. or maybe, you know, but maybe, like, you maybe know. it's a season ticket, but I swear to God, there used to be something if you didn't use a ticket, like you could exchange it. But I don't know. Or maybe if you're hearing this now and you're on the fence, you can still exchange it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look into it. I mean, I talked to a couple people, you know, I talked to a few people who that said, Hey, I want to go to opening day, it's for my kids, you know, or hey, like they already yeah, have my money. I mean it's opening day, and like, you know, I totally, I totally get and, it. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's fine. Um Here's I a would, big butt. I, I hear would, a big butt coming through. Sir, mix I would ask you, no. you know, I, I would say like, hey, I think th- I think the parking lot's going to be so much fun. Like, I think I think people are just going to be partying in the parking lot. Right. People are going to be like playing catch. People are going to everyone's going to have their radios blaring. Um, you know, people are just going to uh, be partying. Gonna be a, so like, that's going to be a really cool scene, dude. That's going to be. I think really I cool. think like, you know, you can go the next day. Uh, but you'll yeah. always remember you'll always remember the boycott you know and i think it'll be it'll be really cool there's they'll they'll get a few thousand people who will cross the picket lines uh you know the 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 people who haven't missed opening I'm not day saying we're picket or, anything. Or, or something like that but yeah, yeah yeah but you know i mean right field will's gonna be in there fine yeah, yeah. right, right <laughs> field <Will> is <laughs> oh, the man is a lunatic and uh, I can't even begin to, you know, question, uh, question right field well. So I won't. Uh, but I think everyone else, I would just encourage, you know, rethink it. And we'll we'll talk about it more maybe if we, if yeah. Alex, if we could do in the podcast. Uh, no, yeah, we will. Even I'm though, gonna, even though we said we were never going to do season. it. Again. At least once a week till the season. That's our goal. That's my goal. Oh, that's well, my okay. goal. That's your goal. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know you got a, okay. you got a job and shit now. It's different than last season. It's like you got, you got less time. You got less time. Well, we'll figure it out, but this is awesome. Thanks for inviting me back on. Hell yeah, man. All right. Thank you, Hal, and we'll be back soon.